March 18th, 2023, A Shapeless Future. For today, I want to talk about the spleen, and I want to talk about how it relates to the shape of one's body, and we're going to be talking about this from a TCM perspective and how it relates to transhumanism and just how the body type for both sexes has changed quite drastically in the last I'd even say 20 years, 50 years, everything becoming a little more amorphous, a little more golem-like. So to start out, let's talk a wee bit about the spleen. It's an organ that doesn't get a lot of play in um, conventional medicine, and you don't hear about it too much in the alternative or radical medicine either. The spleen is connected to the lymph system, something else that allopathy likes to ignore, and they just focus only on the blood. And of course, blood's very important, but there's more than just blood. So at the emotional level, the spleen is expressed through our ability to meet our needs, to obtain and give emotional nourishment and support. When our needs are met, we feel nourished and supported, comfortable and secure in our lives. Often, we confuse emotional and nutritional needs, eating when in fact we need comfort, or perhaps utilizing food to suppress feelings such as frustration or desire. From the moment we first suck our mother's breast, the link between food and comfort is established. Our ability to find and receive emotional nourishment is intimately linked to our digestive system. As we wean ourselves from mother and later from our parental home, we develop an internal mother and an internal home which we carry around inside ourselves as a constant source of nourishment. The internal mother and home is another description of the role of the spleen. So in TCM, the spleen is known as the internal mother. So think about the society we have, especially as things have gotten zoggier and zoggier over the decades. A lot of people weren't mothered correctly. Their mothers weren't mothered correctly. And we have this cycle, oftentimes we call it in the conventional allopathic system is narcissism in Germanic new medicine. We call it um, cerebral medulla constellation. It could even be considered a personality disorder, but we have this lack of nurture and nature in this society and oftentimes what do people do to engage in that emotional feeling that they really need to meet with other ways they utilize food and these days food is something that's been really highly and heavily corrupted not just from the perspective of genetically modified organisms and glyphosate and all the things we already know but it goes deeper than that because a lot of people are not eating the right foods for their constitution. They're flitting and fleeting to one of these dietary regimes, almost like church hopping, trying to find the panacea, you know, the one regime that's going to be the end all be all when they're never going to be that because it possibly doesn't, it possibly couldn't be because it doesn't work that way. What we need for our constitution is going to change as we go throughout life with the ebbs and flows of being alive, right? So let's talk about this amorphous body that we're seeing a lot of. I'm seeing it a lot on the younger generations. And of course, amorphous means without a clearly defined shape or form, formless, unshaped, structureless, vague, nebulous, lacking a clear structure or focus. And this zoggy zog society, which is very young, not young in a good way, very tech focused, it's very easy to have a lack of clear structure or focus. It's very easy not to have goals. It's very easy to not even have a journey that's based on something, right? 
So we can see how this amorphous is bred by a lack of a clear structure or future. And I know that probably a lot of young'uns feel like their future was fleeced from them, uh, not just because of Oyed AI, but because of the things in the last, you know, decades that have happened. A lot of them like to blame the boomer generation. And yeah, the boomers were the first generation that were subsumed by, you know, Talmud vision and things like that. But had we been those people, we probably would have been subsumed with that thing as well, right? So when I'm thinking about the word amorphous, and I'm thinking about not a clearly defined shape or form, of course, I think about transsexualism. I think about even without the advent of transsexualism, which is a, a newer or a newish thing in this kind of thrust forward into the pop culture context, I think about even before that when you would see someone out and you wouldn't have any clue based on their amorphous shape and their haircut, you wouldn't know if it was a guy or a gal, kind of just like an in-between, right? And then it got me thinking of the golem, right? And how a golem in um, Skeksis, uh, I guess you'd say folklore, is a creature formed out of a lifeless substance such as dust or earth that is brought to life by ritual incantations and sequences of Hebrew letters. The golem, brought into being by a human creator, becomes a helper, a companion, or a rescuer, rescuer of an imperiled Jewish community. So we think about these Zogbots, these cogs for Zogs, these amorphous individuals with shapeless futures, and in a way they're all useless or useful, rather, idiots because they're fueling this cog for Zog, probably completely unbeknownst to them. They're just doing it because they're at this lower level based on their spleen. And then we think about Zog's little birth, and we think about elective C-section, and we think about how so many babies never pass through the vaginal canal. They never get a sip of breast milk. All of this, even if their mothers are, are great people, they still lose that nurturing. They lose that experience and that could affect their spleen that could make them overeat that can make them prone to junk food so we have really a very uh, zoggy thing going on that seems to be getting worse and worse and worse as time goes on and now we have a lot of people young people too not older people when sometimes people get older and you know years of foul food and and drugs and and stress and just lifestyle um, habits give them this amorphous shape from you know hormonal things but now we have these youngsters developing this tube-like body where there's no waist definition and I think back to films like in the 50s when a lot of women had a very shapely waist right and men too had more of a shapely waist they had thinner waists too and of course the circumference of one's waist is in Western medicine is usually correlated with uh, heart dis-ease, cardiac dis-ease, right? So we think about things like that. And nowadays, people are wearing these waist trainers to kind of get this pinched in waist because they probably have spleen problems. And that's why the waist doesn't look like that, right? So here's a little bit about this tube body that we're seeing on, on so many young people. The spleen impacts the shape of your body, something that probably maybe you've never heard before. If your spleen is healthy, it will transform fluids and you will have shapely muscles and a well-toned body. If your spleen is deficient, you will have fluid retention, pale skin, no muscle tone, and flab around the hip. So even if someone's restricting all the foods, doing all the exercises, if the spleen is in ill shape, 
the things might not budge that they want to budge, like getting a shapelier waistline, right? And most of the time, it's the waist to hip ratio that's appetizing to the opposite sex. When men look at women, it's that waist to hip ratio that excites them. It's exactly what transsexuals try to do with corsets and even regular, you know, normal, actually real women, not just normal, just women, period, try to do to mimic that shape. So obviously, regardless of race, we are biologically wired to that shape. A lot of people now are developing a tube body, one with no waist. Some suggest this is a physical evolution, but it's actually an imbalance of the spleen. By nature, we have a waist and it has a purpose, just like we have breasts for a reason. They're not just there to look great in t-shirts, they're to feed children, right? So by nature, we have a waist and it has a purpose. It is here that the girdle channel the only circular energy pathway in the body regulates the upward and downward movement of the spleen. If this movement is impaired due to incorrect food and lifestyle, fat will accumulate around the waist and the hips. The tube body is becoming very common now, especially among the younger generations as a result of eating the processed, nutrient-deprived, quote, food and too much sugar. Also remember, a lot of youngsters are completely and totally hooked on stimulants. They're hooked on uh, coffee. They're hooked on uh, energy beverages. I've never had an energy beverage in my life. I mean, ugh. I've been around a, a Red Bull can and I've, I've smelled that stuff. Ugh. I think I'd rather drink out of the toilet than drink that type of stuff. I mean, think about what that's going to do to your, your body, right? There's even been a death of a youngster who drank an energy beverage and a couple of other caffeinated beverages and actually died. So these things are no joke. And why in the world would a youngster need an energy beverage? Why would anybody need an energy beverage, especially a youngster? That, could, that should get you thinking. We want to avoid this, eating the processed nutrient-deprived foods and too much sugar, because the impaired energy flow can lead to serious imbalances. And even spending too much time sedentary can actually trigger cravings for sweets. We want the perfect body with all our organs in perfect working order, and that comes from living in harmony with the natural forces. So we have this Oyed AI culture, which we had way before Oyed AI, but we can see how all of this, all these little things that kind of have slowly crept up on us throughout the decades, how it is becoming absolutely ruinous to the human form. We have a billion dollar plastic surgery industry of liposuction, cool sculpting, implants, um, gosh, anything you can imagine, you can shape yourself from a golem to something else. So what's better than doing that is to focus on organ health. Focusing on organ health is, is paramount. If we're fiddling around and trying to do topical things like restricting um, you know, calories or you know, working out fastidiously, this is not the root cause. The root cause or the root of everything is to fix the organs. It's not to you know, take these kind of like quick fix Western modalities where you could be doing these things for years and never really see results. So think about this. Think about the shapeless future that many youngsters are succumbing to and uh, think about if this is something that you're dealing with, maybe as you're getting on in your years, you're seeing this. Think about reframing this from a different perspective as opposed to just um, giving yourself that terrible mantra that you're getting old. If you say that, then you are. Until next time, Satnam.